Welcome to the Unleashing Sister Saints podcast with Susan Madsen. Nearly weekly, I have someone ask me about the church and why I believe. I've thought about this a lot through the years, and I wanted to share some of my answers in this episode I'm calling Why I Believe. Last fall, I spoke to a large audience in the Washington, D.C. Visitors Center and called my fireside speech Why I Believe as a Woman, Mother, Scholar, Teacher, Author, and Daughter of God. So this could take two episodes. We'll see how it goes. So first, I think one of the reasons I believe is that I was raised in a believing family. I've decided that a believing family is one of my, quote, privileges in life. Both of my parents were raised in Latter-day Saint homes, but each of them struggled in many respects with not having the depth of commitment from their parents as they really wanted to establish in their own homes. My mother's father died when she was young and her mother worked multiple jobs to support her children. They wanted more for their children, my parents, more depth, more breadth, more believing hearts. So my dad became a seminary teacher when I was young, and then when I turned 11, we moved to Northern Idaho, where he started an institute of religion up there. And we have a very faithful home where we did family home evening, family council, scripture reading, journal writing, and everything that was suggested, recommended, and commanded. They worked really hard, my mom and dad, to get our testimonies deep, not just making us do a bunch of stuff, but even just connecting with the Spirit. When I was 11 years old, they took us, six kids at the time, in a Datsun pickup. It was not a very big pickup. We did a church history tour across the United States with many other seminary and institute teachers. And we would meet up at campsites every two or three evenings. And the stories around the campfires were as good as they could get. It was awesome. I remember the laughter and joy and testimony meetings. I remember as an 11-year-old feeling the spirit over and over again on that trip. And I still remember going to the Carthage jail in those days when there was still blood on the floor and heard the stories and saw the blood and saw the window that Joseph Smith fell out of. And during that short experience, the spirit witnessed to me of the truthfulness of the restoration. I've never forgotten that. I felt it strongly enough that I've thought about the details through the years of that experience. As I've mentioned before, I have six brothers and all seven of us have served missions and we were married in the temple. My parents worked really hard. I truly believe I was born of goodly parents and I was taught to see miracles every day. I was taught how to make miracles happen. I was taught to have courage and to stand up for what was right and to have confidence in the Lord. I was also taught to seek and get personal revelation. So that is my first chunk of why I believe is that I was born in a family that believed. So second, I think another reason I believe is that I was blessed with a believing heart. Now, I know sometimes in Relief Society or Sunday School, we talk about if we could just all be like Nephi instead of Laman or like Sam instead of Lemuel. I have to say each of us has made so differently. Sam and Nephi had more believing hearts generally than Laman and Lemuel. I think I was given a heart, even though I'm restless and my heart is restless, that is more naturally believing than some others. I have one child that was like Lemuel from the womb. 
we worked so hard, but he was so tough. But I think he even worked hard to be good, even with his challenges. It is amazing how expectations change through the years, right? As parents, as mothers, even though I struggle with this and that, my heart is believing. And I think that's one of the reasons I believe. So speaking of children, I think the third reason I believe is that I have to for my children. Now, you may not like the word or the phrase, I have to, but I have to say that's how I feel. I heard promises all my life that if we as parents stay faithful, that our children will be blessed and my children need to be blessed. So through the last decade, I've seen each of my children leave the church. Wow. It has been tough not to be able to hold on to them. The last left formally just a couple of years ago, and he is a return missionary, but had some challenges that left him not believing in God anymore. I have to continue to believe that when I spend time in the temple, in church, reading my scriptures and all of that, it is blessing them. And they will remember what they've learned. I cannot give up on them. As President Uchtdorf once said, the Lord uses a scale very different from the world's to weigh the worth of a soul. And in Doctrine and Covenants 18.10, it says, remember the worth of souls is great in the sight of God. I guess that's what I'm saying is that each soul, no matter their choices, means a lot to God. And I need to continue to have hope that my choices and what I choose to do in my life will make a difference. I'm going to go off to the side a little bit. It just reminds me of a story that one of my brothers, Tim, told me years ago. One day when we were played racquetball once a week, like 10 years, and right after we would sometimes get into a conversation before we got into our cars, into our cars, a member of his stake had just met with him and told him about his brother who had caused the family so much pain through the years. Now, this was an older gentleman that was thinking about his brother who was older as well. So he left the church, this person's brother, left the church in his youth and spent decades struggling with drugs, in and out of jail, had tattoos all over his body, became an alcoholic as well. Now, that individual's brother had passed away in his 50s because of all the problems. That member of the stake then told my brother of the struggles of his own daughter who had not make, been making good choices and was struggling herself. So one evening, this father's own daughter had decided to take her own life. She had planned how she was going to do it, and she was spending her last few hours on earth thinking about this and then did not follow through. Now, the next day, she came to her parents and told them what happened. She told them that she was suicidal and was planning to end her life the night before. But then in her room, a spirit appeared to her, this uncle who had passed away years before, the one that had tattoos all over, had been an alcoholic, and he came to her room. And he was the one chosen by God that stayed with her all night to help her make it through. Now, I think the point that my brother was trying to make was to never give up on my children because the prayers of parents and siblings and spouses and children and ward members and friends really do matter. And I've never forgotten that story. 
even at death, the Lord will be the one who judges, and we just need to continue to be faithful. And those around us, if we are, will be blessed too. We must never give up on anyone. I felt like giving up a few times for moments, but then we ground ourselves in the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ and feel the spirit witness to us over and over again. And that works. It works. Our mind settles and our heart calms, and we feel that peace that only can come from our Savior. And I should say that seeing and observing the tender mercies and miracles happen also helps. It is amazing how some people can explain away good fortune while others can see it as the hand of the Lord. And my parents were just like that. I feel privileged to be able to continue to believe because I was raised with goodly parents, that I have a believing heart, and that I have children and grandchildren who need me to believe. So I truly believe in my personal savior. Now, I didn't make it too far on my why I believe list, so I'll finish it in the next episode, but it has been good to think about this again. Thanks for listening to this episode of Unleashing Sister Saints. This is Susan Madsen, and I'm devoted to unleashing the positive impact of Sister Saints on the world. <music>